And welcome back to AR Tales, aka the ART Podcast. I am AR Mirabana. And today I am joined by Atira Hope, a superstar on the Instagram. I started following her account just because I love the art a couple weeks ago, and she was at like 35,000, and she's almost at 40,000, meaning in the two weeks it's taken us to actually record this episode, she's basically made double my entire account. Insanity, just anything that you can learn off of her, and her new website is up and running, and she has a whole bunch of amazing prints, mandala, zodiac calendar, zodiac stickers. Definitely check that out for any of your Christmas shopping needs, gifts for other people, for that inner artist in your family, definitely check atirahope.com. And without any further ado, the geometric and nature-inspired artist herself, Atira, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Thank you. I love that intro. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I used to like do it like UFC style, be like, hey, their left corner we have, two, 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 with, uh, with like yeah. a whole like soundtrack in the back. But I want to jump right into it because on a very real note, when I look at your art, just like the little videos that you make of you making it, it is unbelievable. Just like your, um, I always forget like the technique's name, but it's basically your like how sturdy you can hold the pencil when you draw a straight line. I know there's a way more like uppity name for it, but like the way you're going to control the pencil, right? Unreal. Yeah, like um, having a steady hand. Yeah. Yeah, especially with your with your mandalas because they're so geometric and like precise. It's insane. It's like watching those videos of the of the no take, no mess ups paintings that people do. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask just immediately off the gate, how did it all come to be? When did you go from the idea of I like drawing out my notebook to the point of like, all right, I actually think I want to start doing this? Yeah, it very much was I like drawing in my notebook. That's very accurate to what it was. For all of us, all of us. Yeah. Get bored in school, you start doodling a little bit. Yeah, I just put all of my mandala art, my geometric art in a portfolio, kind of like from the beginning till now. And the beginning is like lined paper from um, eighth grade specifically is when I started drawing mm. mandalas more specifically. Uh but other than that, I do nature-inspired art with um, paintings. But geometric art and fine-line detailed artwork is what I really enjoy. Uh, how it came to be for a career, I knew I wanted to be an artist for, like, at least a hobby. Like, that's always been a part of my life. But then... You could say in college, yeah, definitely in college is when it became an actual option for me because everyone just kind of puts on their own limiting beliefs saying being an artist is hard. Mm -hmm. You can't make it. It's like only, you know, starving artist mentality, blah, blah, blah. We've all heard it. So that's just kind of like where I was. I was like, oh, okay. So if I can't make it as an artist because people say I can't, um I'll do like mental or physical health that was the realm that I wanted to be in so now I'm doing art while it helps your mental health I like to bridge 
the gap of just like looking at art versus actually like making the art make you feel something so I like to add mindfulness and spirituality into like my branding and messaging online and mandalas do have a spiritual significance to them Hmm. so basically in college I was not knowing what I wanted to do I went in undeclared I went to Westfield State in Massachusetts, and I loved the college. I'm actually visiting on Thursday. Uh, my friend is graduating, so I'm going to go over there and like visit him for his last time. So I would have graduated in 2022, so I would have just graduated college. Um, but I went for two years. I eventually made my major communication, mm. and my minor was in art but I didn't take any art classes because I dropped out. So basically when the pandemic started, I had so much free time to discover myself and listen to podcasts and like um, learn from other people online and like live your ideal life because I'm super into self-development. And uh, through that journey, I realized that I can become an artist and that I can be successful like I have proven to myself that I have the drive the talent the expertise the passion etc to actually make my dream a reality so I just told my parents hey I'm gonna try to pursue art like I really feel like I need to do that Like, I don't even know what I would use school for because I'm probably just going to graduate, have double the student loans, and then do this anyways. So, um, yeah. In 2020, when I started my Instagram and TikTok and started learning and researching everything, then I had a job and I quit that eventually, like a part time restaurant job. And just through time and practice and learning, I just, got to where I am right now which has been uh, I've been a full-time artist for a year and a half now I quit my job in June 2021 in June yeah oh my god yeah that's crazy I think I I think you got me by like five months I started this full-time about January 2020 2021 I think around like that time frame like right in the midst of COVID that's when I really started just kind of like, yeah, you know what, whatever. My company doesn't care about me the same way I care about that paycheck. So, like, they'll let me go, like, the moment I'm not, like, that crazy of, like, a, of a essential to them. But I love mm-hmm. art. You know, when I'm done, when I'm working my eight hours, what I'm thinking about isn't, oh, man, I can't wait to come back to work tomorrow. I'm thinking about, oh, man, I can't wait till I get home. I can paint or I can write or I can do the things that make me feel whole, right? So, yeah. One thing that I love that you were talking about is can you talk about that phase a little bit more about like that growth and learning phase? Because I have to say my favorite thing about not just when I was looking into your art, but just as like an like an artistic trait in anyone is when they really start is when they have no base. They just tr- experiment with a whole bunch of different mediums and a whole bunch of different things. When I went on your website, you have prints, you have mandalas, you have 
these paintings that you made for the the ornaments that you made out of the the, the tree trunk cross sections like you really push yourself to do things that for me is what make you even greater as an artist like even if it's something that doesn't have anything to do with the thing that you started off in if you like hand drawing if you like being on a pencil learning how to paint will somehow make you better with a pencil I don't know how I can't tell you the math but just like I think everything kind of like goes together so how did that happen for you like when where that experimentation and learning phase take you uh, do you want to know more about the artistic learning phase or the business learning phase? I would say artistic, but I definitely am interested in the business one. Yeah. So for the artistic journey, cause of course, practice, um, basically drawing the same things over and over and over again and seeing how many different ways you can do it. So my expertise is in mandalas which is a geometric configuration it, a picture a circle and then the center point and then there's radial symmetry around the center point so you could draw a circle around the center point and then do like lines in that section and then draw another line around that another circle and then you could do a different geometric uh, line work within those so and then you can add like a petal and from that petal you can add a smaller petal on the inside of the petal so the options with mandalas are endless which is the fun part about them but also the tricky part because there's so many options but not every option looks good so I really had to train my brain on how to choose which geometric options look good. So I could do a round petal with a triangle in the middle with a circle in that triangle. But would it look better if I had the circle under a circle <laughs> with like <laughs> inner lines or should the lines be bolder? And should I add stippling or should I add the depth by only making the line width thicker, not the shading be darker? So it's just a big game of balance and then consistency. Once you choose what to do in pen, you have to be consistent the entire way around the circle. So I have notebooks from... So I started drawing mandalas in 2014. So, for example, in church camp, I would be in class. The, the church camp is fun, I promise. Like, I'm going to be a counselor next year. Like, I love it. Like, my family grew up doing that camp. So, like, it's fun. Uh, but the classes are not. So I'm drawing, and I'm paying attention. But I... I'm more paying attention to my drawing. So I do like a mandala every class. So that's three classes by five days. So 15 mandalas in a mm-hmm. week. And that is so much practice. So just like, and I still use those mandalas as reference years later. Oh my and God. Those are like 2016, 2017. Like that. And then, like, during Driver's Ed, when I was 16, I have so many Madalas that I still reference for, like, geometric 
um, options, pedal shape options, basically. So there's that. And then I don't know how the heck I've gotten better at the actual line work. I just practice because I look at those. My circles are ovals because I was doing everything freehand. One thing I did everything freehand at first. I didn't use a compass, which is like the circle maker. Yeah. I didn't use any angle measurers. So everything was by my eye. So I think that was a good thing to like learn from is just making all of the lines with my eyes instead of with rulers and measurements. And now I use those so I can like make sure that it's precise, but I know that like if I didn't have a circle maker and a angle measure, like, I don't even know the names exactly all the time, but if I didn't have the tools, my brain could still do it. So, like, that, I think, was a really good decision, but it wasn't really a purposeful decision, but I think it definitely made me better in the long run. Kind of like the raw experience of being able to, like, do it without any boundaries right because like now it feels like it's almost like a science especially when you i watch like the reels that you know you make your circle you make your lines you go from there i don't know the expertise in which you like have it is unreal because i've seen mandala creations like before but the way that you make stylized ones like the the ones that you made for zodiac that you would Mm -hmm. pick like a a certain like season or you know scorpio season or whatever it may be and you actually make it a full of mandala tied around that zodiac sign I mean, that's the type of, like, creativity that, to me, just shows that, like, you will have, like, your, your career is going to be, like, outstanding. I can only imagine the type of, like, art shows you're going to have in Boston in, like, five years. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to be, especially the ICA, they will, they're all about it. Without, without, a, without a single doubt, I can 100% imagine, like, you having a, a full, like, wing, if not, like, an installment. Um, but with the... Yeah, the Zodiac series, doing... 12 mandalas yeah for a year it, um so it was about one a month but it took like research and a lot of experimentation with the designs to create them but now i have a beautiful series of all 12 zodiac signs and that helped my mandala skills a lot especially with line work and balance and actually like adding elements from real life like Sagittarius has a bow and arrow with Jupiter and Capricorn has a skull that is half geometric, half realistic. Scorpio has a scorpion. Taurus has a realistic tree and flowers. So like, it's not all geometric. It's adding realistic elements, which I have found to be very popular as well. And that also ties in with doing tattoo designs, which are very popular. That is my most request for commissions is tattoo designs so i do that as well really do you have like a favorite design that you've ever made like a favorite tattoo Hmm. not off the top of my head but the coolest thing that has been done is my friend got the center of the taurus mandala on her shoulder so I didn't design the tattoo for her, but she actually got one of my Zodiac Mandala tattooed, like, started, and then I'm going to finish her sleeve. So she has it on her shoulder, but I'm going to continue it down on her arm, and that is the next 
tattoo commission that I'll be working on. Uh, yeah, oh my gosh, I can't really pick a favorite. One comes to mind, it was a dog portrait. With, like, <laughs> That's <a> awesome. <laughs> and it was just like my first dog portrait. And like, I was really proud of that one. And that was a while ago. Um, they're not all geometric either. Like, I just got a memory of like two years ago or one year, two, I don't know. One or two years ago, my friend got a tattoo of lemons that I designed for her on her forearm. So she like just got that done a year or two ago. There was one really good one for my friend Victoria. It's a yin yang. It was like a mandala that she designed in high school, but then we reinvented it and added some more details and like more flourishing around the original design. And we added like little dingly danglies is what I call them, like little jewels with feathers hanging off the bottom. Um, so I'm working more with, I've returned clients. So I like added oh more to that too and I'll be designing a back piece for her later. Well, kind of the main thing that just like jumped into my mind right now was what was the first piece that you got a commission for what was the first time you ever ha got money for one of your works um there was one time that i sold a drawing on the side of the road when i was like in elementary school <laughs> How? I, just, I just filmed a story time about that for my tiktok but um uh, i do have like other time last year that that was like the first first but basically I did like a lemonade stand kind of vibe in elementary school where I had like a pile of my pictures with like a rock to hold it down to make sure they didn't blow away and uh like a jar and set and then I signed that said like five dollars each so it was just like printer paper with drawings and I was stand I was laying in the lawn and I just like imagined that people would just like walk by and buy my art like 100% like why wouldn't they and then nobody was doing that like I guess it was a slow day nobody was walking their dog so I was so sad but and I eventually was just like yelling out to my neighborhood like somebody please buy my art I'm selling art over here five dollars a picture no <laughs> stuff <way>. like that <laughs> and I remember I eventually went inside and I kind of gave up for a little while, but then I went back out. There was $5, and one of my pictures was gone. What? So that was the first time I ever remember <laughs> my art. My God, it's like after phenomenal. That, thank you. Entre entrepreneur since day one, I guess. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to um, say. No, yeah, please, go ahead. In high school, my friend and Vivian, one of my old co-workers, she was dating a guy and she was like, oh, for his birthday, can you draw this, can you paint this picture of us? I was like, yeah, sure. I have like um, a 12 by 12 canvas. That is a really nice picture. I will paint you guys. And it was just them sitting on a bench with like Christmas lights in the background. And honestly, I'm really proud of the painting. It was really good. And I sold her for 40 bucks. What? <laughs> um, Hell yeah. You know, I was hyped about that. And I was also like, oh my gosh, $40. That's crazy. Um, 
And then I did another one for her. I think it was um, it was a portrait of her friend, um, like sitting on staircases. If you scroll all the way down on my Instagram, you'll be able to see it. Uh, both of those. <clears throat> um, but yeah, those were both like forty dollars, I believe. Um, I was in high school, maybe freshman year, sophomore year, maybe, but probably freshman year. Um, I got it. I'm always blown away by the, like, when I ask a person on the podcast, it's already because I think of them at such a high like, degree, and as we talk and I hear more about like, the story, I'm even more impressed than what I already was. The entrepreneurship is what is really blowing me away, uh, outside of just, like, the art, the artistic values of everything. I mean, you really knew, like, even, you say that you went into college undecided, but I feel like you knew it was just kind of like the societal, like pressures of like tr doing something else than art maybe maybe that's what effect because like to me you, you like knew you were selling art i mean people mm -hmm. always say that you can't be a profession until you get paid in that profession technically you've been a registered artist in the guild since you were in middle school you already got yeah. paid for an art like you know what i mean it's all it's been happening forever so yeah everything that's happening now is like the natural evolution of it so it immediately yeah, what was that? I'm sorry. It all led me here. I just didn't know it yet. Or I didn't want to accept it yet, but it was all leading here now looking like back and reflecting. It's all. Yeah, I actually went, like I, I'm i an engineer. I went to school uh, in Wentworth and now I, I write. I didn't realize it until I think three months before I graduated that like I, without a certain, it was like, oh yeah, I we went, we went far down the race before realizing kind of like that what I wanted to be doing for sure. It's mm -hmm. I, And I always like love hearing stories about people that found out like way quicker. And I think it's always so inspirational, honestly. So one thing that I definitely want to like get to before we have to like cut it off is the business aspects of what you learned, right? Because it's not just the artistic like aspects of everything you were doing, but also what have you learned from a business sense for any person that's listening and also likes doodling in their, in their notebooks, also has like that creative juice in them, but society and their parents or maybe even self-doubt is telling them they can't do that. How would they make that jump? And not just like the simple, um, oh, well, you got to do it every hit. Like, what was the actual step? It was like, all right, if I want to do this, how would you recommend a person, a friend of yours that told you they wanted to jump into this? Right. So my biggest advice is to find people online that have done the same thing that you want to do and then learn from them. So I highly recommend podcasts um, like yours and uh, books, but books take me a long time to read I'll be honest so more podcasts and YouTube videos are my speed so I I have also got um like subscriptions for how to use Instagram and actually um investing in the education so not all free resources are the best resources so definitely pay money where you can like Damn. the how to how I learned how to use Instagram is because like I paid $29 a month to learn it. And um, I've been doing that for over a year, I don't know, a year and a half or something. Um, but 
Yeah, honestly, just education. I do have specific podcasts, such as The Artist Academy by Andrea Earhart. She is awesome if you are specifically wanting to be an artist. Um, Honestly, I haven't been listening to many business podcasts lately. I just, like, go through seasons, but I can have more recommendations for that if you'd like. Um, And then I just read The 4-Hour Workweek, which is, like, how to live your dream life by not, like, working 40 hours a week, but, like, building systems where you can only work four hours a week, for example. So that was, like, one book that was recommended to me by a podcast. And, like, I wouldn't have known if I didn't listen to hours and hours and hours of education on my walks in the woods. So, um, but for actual, like, action, I have to admit that I'm very privileged to live at home, not have to pay rent, not have to pay for groceries so I do have the freedom to explore the craft more than like force myself to make money right now like I can slowly build an audience online that I can depend on to support me through my journey without like needing to make a quick book um like super fast like money hasn't been the main priority right now but event like it's slowly growing and I'm glad that I was able to allow it to slowly grow so not everybody will have that privilege and opportunity to not absolutely need money right away so I can't speak for making a lot of money yet but I am working on sustainable growth uh through the process um but having a support system has been good um my my mom and dad are great my family's great even they buy my art and that's helpful my family buys my art and I have lots of friends and then my friends tell their parents and then their parents tell their friends and a lot of it is word of mouth um yeah so for oh and planning business planning is Mm -hmm. like for me like I don't have anything that isn't written down I do month I do like yearly goals then I break it down to monthly weekly and daily um I am a Virgo rising and if you know what that means I am very organized and I like to keep track of things um I'm kind of anal about like things like that so um writing things down and like doing free workshops online jasmine star is great she's one resource that i highly recommend for um free workshops and listening to her podcast um yeah that's what i got right now do you have any more specific questions about business no i can't i can't say specifics because Honestly, my I have horrible ADHD. So the moment that you that you were talking about that your walks in nature it immediately just made me think. <laughs> have you ever taken psychedelics? Yes. I feel like that has such a effect on like the viewpoint of like nature, like the community, like the communal aspect of nature. The real like um, I don't know. I guess respect because I feel like it, 
a lot of humanity is almost like domination over like nature. And then you get to like a certain understanding and it's just like, oh yeah, I, I feel like connected to this like energy mass. And I also like, I feel like when you have that connection, it, it immediately makes everything just unreal. I can stare at a tree for like hours now and have like a decent time. Um, so how do you take that energy? How do you put that into your art? That's like the last question before we wrap up. So how do I take psychedelic energy? No, no, no. <laughs> the, the psychedelic was more kind of like out of curiosity for me. More like how do you take the nature? Like how do you take that energy? And how do you channel, channel it into your art? Because the same way that I would do it and it influences me, it's not going to be the same way for you. Right. Um, so with my geometric art and art in general, I'm very inspired by the details of nature. Oh, shit. Um, where you can stare at a leaf, stare at a rose petal. I've had some moments staring at a rose petal. <laughs> like, they are so pretty when you really look at them. Um, so basically, fractals of the universe are shapes that you see in the human body, in nature, in the cosmos. On every single scale, there are repeating patterns in nature. And I'm inspired by those that you can spot with your eye and things that are even too big or too small to spot with the eye. But if you just look up fractals, you'll know what I mean. Like the veins of rivers look like our veins that look like the neural networks that are in our brains, all of it. So uh, I'm inspired by that. And honestly, like, I really want people to stop and smell the roses but make it art. I want them to stop and look at the art and appreciate the details within it. And although it's not made by nature, it is made by the hand of a human that is a part of nature. Oh, like, sure. I think that humans uh, have become very disconnected from nature, but I like to yeah, remember Mother Nature is our mother period and <laughs> mother nature was created by something bigger than that and that is also like our parent so oh, i sure. like to honor that in my work um i like to take inspiration from like petal shapes which is very like a specific thing that i like to take inspiration from uh but I like people to feel the calmness when they look at my mandalas or my nature paintings. I like them to feel that same kind of feeling that they have when they're on a walk. And I don't know. I only live my life. I don't live anyone else's life. So, like, I don't know how often other people Famous. take walks. But I love nature walks. And I highly recommend. <laughs> I one today I went to the river I like sat on a log and meditated it's like so cute I am lucky enough to live by nature so I can just walk to a river walk to the pond and it's like pretty undisturbed by people so um I'm very lucky for that so if you have any nature around you uh, just like notice how you feel like unplug I didn't put on music or headphones today I just like listened to the silence and it was really nice oh my uh, God. so I feel like I want my art to incorporate that same feeling of just 
calm and knowing that everything is okay and just like get out of your head and stop thinking about the past and future and just be in the present moment for like a hot second and that'll uh that'll train your brain to do it more often and that's what i want my art to incorporate god you're my spirit animal right now you need to write a book uh it's phenomenal honestly i i'm so inspired myself and i'm still i need some writing lessons writing lessons oh it's it's so easy like i like every time that like someone always like talks about kind of like I feel like it's like art, you know what I mean? Where it's kind of like someone goes like, oh, teach me how to how to like draw. And it's like, you just start drawing and like you will find your own like little paths where every single time, you know what I mean? I sound like the annoying people in the DMs saying, I want a stick figure. I'm like, bro, just try it <laughs> over like, and over. Like if you really want to, um, journaling and like. Oh, yeah. You'll like really notice too is that like certain things that you say are for not like right now what you just said what, about like, um that you only live your own life, not anybody else's. I promise you, if you put that on, like, a throw pillow, someone will buy it because, like, that's the type of shit that, like, resonates with people. Like, that's all art is. It's just, like, all ideas, all human nature has been on repeat for, like, thousands of years. All art does is, like, finds new ways to, like, express emotions that have been innate forever. Like, nothing is new. Love isn't new. Like, none of these things are new. Art is just, like, that way of, like find a new way to like express it that's all everything mm-hmm. is you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i'm still like i i gotta there's a i gotta clean up behind me my head is still blowing the thing we're talking about veins and <laughs> I, i'm still i'm still yeah. on that and yeah, i'm like art behind you like that looks like so many things just like so many things went through my head it looks like what is it to you wormhole a black hole yeah it, like when the water vortexes and it makes a tornado uh, yeah. looks like a flower because it has like multiple colors with a center point and petals ready yeah. this and this are actually the same painting so this is my interpretation of like all of creation like within this there's like every parallel dimension every rick and morty adventure every harry potter episode everything is in that right Mm -hmm. and then this little spot right here is the center point right here like if you were to zoom in that is what that little point is and that is the character of my book (laughs) 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 uh like every, everything is like that to me the one that blew my brain open was because i guess i'm a nerd so like what you're talking about i always looked at it in like space nature i guess if you want to put it like that like more looking into the sky type of stuff and there was mm-hmm. one time that my like sophomore year like circuit theory two professor he said that and it was like a ran like it was like an 8 a.m class on a friday so you know the deal for a sophomore like no one everyone's checked like checked out a little bit know what i mean and he can sense it for whatever reason. And he comes in and he just ta- starts talking some real hippie shit right in my mm-hmm. vibe. And he starts saying that if you look at atoms, the way they revolve around a nucleus, you look at like everything to the subatomic level and you compare it to like celestial bodies, they are indecipherable. They're the same. Like the mm-hmm. same way that planets revolve around a sun is the same way that electrons revolve around a nucleus. 
the same way that like um chlor like uh chlorophyll and like chloroplasts like grow naturally within plants in the same way that like galaxies drift to one another and create clusters and he was talking about it he just kept it going further and further and further uh, until he finally said he was like now imagine if everything is comparable then aren't our planets just like the atoms for a larger life and like that that was the end of it i've never lost i've never left that thought ever in my <laughs> entire life because <laughs> i just like figured there that everything is like that that's what you were talking about the mandala effect it's like the whole thing about mandala is that like there is no end and there is no beginning it just goes forever it's like the the mirror like the that mirror trick that people do that you put two mirrors within each other and it just goes to infinity yeah. that's yeah. what like life is and that's why i love that thing the mandalas and like you're talking about the, the petals like, i guess mm -hmm. i never noticed it myself but petals are mandalas right it's just like geometric shapes that like grow outwardly and the bigger the plant is like the more lead petals they have which is like a bigger mandala right there are a lot of mandalas in nature, like snowflakes. Oh my god! Oh my god! I, I'm just realizing, like, I th this is like my conversation. I'm annoyingly philosophical. I can like bring everything out, but just to wrap everything up, to you, what is it that mandalas like signify outside of like the obvious that we we've talked like talked about? But like to you, what is it that kind of like speaks to you, speaks to the soul for mandalas? For me, I feel like I am more of a mandala artist rather than a viewer, so I have, like, a different perspective. Okay. Um, meaning, like, I experience drawing the mandalas more than I experience looking at them, because, I mean, yeah, I look at my own and I look at other people's, but it's more of an experience, or I can speak more on the experience, and the experience is very much going inward and it is meditative i get into the zone i get into flow i it's basically my entry ticket to flow state and flow state is the state of being that you're in when you're like reading writing drawing doing something creative playing an instrument okay just forget about everything you forget to eat you forget to drink you forget where you are you forget who you are you're just so in it and yeah. that's where i am when i draw mandalas and i feel like i channel the designs as well so it's it's hard like it's hard work like i get tired after trying them but it's so like emotionally yeah Like, I need a break. Like, <laughs> my hands and my brain need a break to just, like, not think for a while. Because even though I'm, like, not thinking about my life, I'm thinking about myself. Like, my inner, I don't know, it's just, like, I get to my center. Oh, just, like, when I have a center, I feel like it reaches my center. Oh my so, God. that's how I them looking at them they do they represent a lot of things because they originate from buddhist and hindu traditions where uh, for example buddhists made sand mandalas where they would drop sand in a form of a mandala it would be like a number of them like eight 
eight men would be doing it. And then after they created these absolute masterpieces of just sand on a table or the ground, they would brush the sand away like it never existed. And it was about the process of creating it more than the creation itself. So it's about the journey inward. They represent infinity, like you said. They represent the universe as a whole. And I really believe in the power of them to be meditative, to look at and create, to just focus on something that isn't all the problems in your life. Oh my God. There's so many things that I'm like realizing myself as we talk about this too. Like I grew up like uh Catholic as well. I didn't go to camp, but I went to Catholic school definitely as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember like, you know, like I, I feel like as with all like Catholic, you start like doubting it at, like when you start getting like, you know, 14th and two, like, you know. Yeah. And I remember like the thing that just kind of like I can't say it, like made me like religious again, but it definitely put me like made me very spiritual. And it was something that I read, or I think it was one of like my something that like my aunt told me, who was a huge hippie herself, is that she said, uh, like, up until a certain time, we thought that like religion, all those things, were to try to get to a journey upward, right, to like ascend somewhere. Well, in reality, it's a journey inward, not upward. Mm-hmm. And that always really sat with me and everything you're saying right now was exactly to like that tune because it's like it really all is inward like i think the reason why people like resonate so much with your art the reason i resonated with so much with your art when you saw it is because like the emotion that you put into it it's unquantifiable i like literally like from what i understand maybe i'm just like i don't know a defect or something we can't see energy yet but it's you, you, but it's there it's like we can we can just like tune into it so like you put all this thought to the point that you when you make a mandala you said that you're like depleted energy wise because you're literally putting energy into something and then other people kind of like absorb that energy like i like i don't know to me it's really such a sign of like what awesome art is and what every how awesome everything that you're doing is and if that honestly isn't convincing you to like go to atirahope.com and pick out some knickknacks, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what is. I don't know. I don't know. If you ask me, all of art, books, paintings, everything isn't buying the the thing of it. It's buying an emotion. When you buy like a painting that really matters because of that that emotion that elicits is phenomenal. Picasso, yeah. you know that the weird face with the square and the eyes like up and down. It's not because like people look at that and goes like, hey, now that's how you draw a face. It's because you you feel something when you look at that painting it elicits an emotion and my god this entire conversation has been unbelievable i have i I have talked to a lot of authors lately and finally getting to talk to a person about just like straight art yeah my god i've loved it um now that we are approaching to the end is there anything that you want to give light to that you haven't talked about yet i mean there the, i was gonna ask you a whole thing about the mural that you made uh yeah, i was like hey, i didn't get to talk about that <laughs> you know what please, you know what go ahead because I, I still think that's phenomenal like the like the fact that you can you're making these ornaments on on a this type of scale but you also yeah. make mandalas for like this type of scale 12 18 but then you also are making murals that 
I mean, people know what a mural is, hopefully. It's an entire wall. <laughs> like, it's crazy. So how did that, how did that come to be? Like, how do you undertake something so large like that? So before I touch on that, I have, like, two mic drop things that I, like, wanted to just say. Like, Go ahead. Yes. And things just to, like, uh, tie in two of the topics that we talked about earlier. One, I saw this in someone's bio the other day, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, like, I forgot about this. Earth without art is just eh. E-H. God, that's amazing. Without art, it's just eh. I mean, period. Yeah, like you buy art for how it makes you feel because without things that make you feel something, everything is just eh. Eh. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then when you talk about um, your aunt talking about the journey inward, I saw another thing recently and it was like, <clears throat> religion is looking at something higher than you and wanting to be like that and take example from that but spirituality is looking inward and finding the answers within yourself hmm. so i wanted to i felt called to share that no you yeah but good call honestly <laughs> The mural. So I just finished a mural in August. It is at a restaurant. I know the restaurant owners and they are awesome. It is in Newton, Massachusetts. It's at Mochico. Oh, shit. Newton. It's a like fried chicken bubble tea restaurant. Super funky, fun, fresh. Love fried chicken. Uh, it's delicious. I just went there for breakfast yesterday. For fried chicken? <laughs> Yeah. For breakfast. I didn't have that in my breakfast sandwich, but they oh, for okay. sure had breakfast burritos with like fried chicken. Do they have chicken and waffles? I don't know. It's a Hawaiian restaurant. Like Oh Hawaiian, yeah, probably yeah, probably not though. Like vibe. So I'm not sure if that's part of the vibe. <laughs> um so I got hired to do that mural so imagine a hallway and with a ramp that like leads to the bathroom in the back kitchen so it's a hallway and the walls are painted black and as you walk up the ramp on your left and right there is a half mandala that is cut in the center um so half of it is on the wall um it's a white mandala on a black wall that takes up the whole wall, like floor to ceiling. And then as you walk up the ramp, the mandala pixelates into a glowing grid, like the movie Tron. No. So it's a glowing square grid, but the square grid is being warped by a torus. A torus is a thing in, like, quantum, oh my gosh, I don't think I could um, describe the science of it, but it's like a, a torus? wormhole or a black hole. Like, when you see images of a wormhole or a black hole, it's kind of like things being warped into a certain shape, so a grid, and, like, our energy field is shaped like oh, a torus. Oh, I know what you're it's talking a about. It's a donut. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So, 
uh, the energy is going around in circles. There are there's no end, and there's no start. It just is constantly going. So it's warped by a Taurus, and I like channeled this design. I don't know where it came from, but I didn't know what I was do- drawing. No. But then I found all of these like spiritual and metaphysical, um, and, like sacred geometry. Like I found out all of this stuff after I created the mural. I ever, then like experts were coming to me and they're like, "Do you know what you just created?" I was like, "Uh, <laughs> I feel like you can tell me." So I found out a lot about the significance of the energy field of Taurus, uh, T O R U S, not. Taurus T A. Yeah, 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 yeah. Taurus. Um, so yeah, so it's a neon pink glowing grid Taurus that like shoots back out into the grid and ends at the hallway. And I'm going to expand that mural in the beginning of 2023. I think in like March, April, so like spring. I'll be back and continuing the grid so that mural was very impactful for me because uh they let me paint whatever I wanted and my first idea that I came up with or like the first like good idea I came up with they and I loved it I was like I bet so then they built the restaurant they painted the walls for me and I go in there and they're like take as long as you want have as much fun as you can and create what you feel is right so they just let me have fun with it and their whole philosophy is just have fun and enjoy so I did that and I filmed the entire process I did a daily basically daily vlog on my Instagram where it's 33 days of mural painting and it's like day two of painting my first mural as a full-time artist and it's a whole thing and my instagram blew up from 12k to 30 something k from that really videos about it and that is i gained the few thousand i gained like 2000 recently because i made another video using clips from the whole process and people just love it and i just visited yesterday and he was like oh yeah you have like people coming in here all the time and telling me that they came here from your instagram series and like i think that it's so cool that your art yeah he just like went on and was like yeah people come in and they like see it and they tell us that you brought them here and i love how your art is impacting like so many people around Massachusetts and the world and etc um so just the amount of people that the mural has reached has been very impactful for me and my business and for other people because I did voiceovers on each um video each video is like 20 minute I mean 20 seconds to a minute long so that's like up to like 30 minutes of content of like daily like what is going on in my mind and how I make the art like the techniques I'm using so it's a very educational series about how to actually create the art how I got the job um my mindset around it 
and like what the mural actually means to me. So it was very fun to document that process. Look, I love how real you are. There's like no like fat and like anything that you're saying. Uh, my God. I, and honestly, I don't know what's more impressive. The fact that you were dedicated for 33 days, because I make art and I've always had a thought, oh, I'm going to record myself. And I, I, I never make it past the 20 minute mark. When you start getting, like, when you start getting frustrated, you're like, ah, you know what, whatever. I'm going to be in my own little space here. I don't know if that's more impressive or the fact that you actually made a mural in 33 days. I had to assume it took like a couple months. It makes no sense. Oh my gosh, that is the biggest controversy ever. If you read the comments in that series, every single hate comment is, why did this take you so long? Hate? The internet, man, I don't get it. Yeah, so the hate comments in that series was also a learning lesson and growth, and I could defend myself for hours on why it took me that long, but I'm just going to say, I was allowed to take as long as I wanted to, and art is exhausting, and that art took a lot of measuring and it was my first one guys like calm down <laughs> like i'm just trying to have fun and not everything uh, needs to be done on like a timeline i'm allowed to have fun while i work and people are fun. so full of it i can guarantee you those people don't even pick can't even make a flower if you ask them to no but some of them were mural artists like they were whole ass like instagram mural artists and they were like Gosh, this is really frustrating to see. I could have made that in 10 minutes. <laughs> then do it. Okay. You make a video. That is good. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, but did you make a Taurus that de depixelated guy? Did you like bring genres together? Tron and The Secret? I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so I could write about that forever, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. People are. B-U-G-G-I-N-G. -G -G. I don't understand that. Um, hate. How? How could that even... doesn't even fit in my head. But um, yep. as far as everything goes with, like, the... Dude, I, I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm still blown away by the deep pixelation that goes into the Taurus. God, that even, like, speaks to, like, simulation theory. It's like, oh, man, I wonder if all energy is, like, you know, in a pixelated form or whatnot. My God, it goes on forever. Mm -hmm. Uh... God, thing I... has an, a forest energy field that's something that a guy came to me and he was like i'm studying this kind of geometry and i want to teach you about it and then he taught me all of these magical things about the laws of the universe and i was like thank you <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah i don't if you say that but like oh thanks um my god well again I, we can honestly talk for a million and six years but two end it and just kind of wrap it up in like a nice little like bow is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you want to put like because uh, again folks atirahope.com a-t-i-r-a-h-o-p-e.com ho hopefully you can spell calm <laughs> and <laughs> it is it is so worth it for like any like gifts anything you're going to need i my family loves ornaments mom sister stepsister but not stepsister uh, sister-in-law we call it a whole different thing in spanish but um i i probably will most be getting them those ornaments that you made honestly because just little things like that are just phenomenal the prints it's all there folks you hop on there you buy a little knickknack and definitely show support on instagram you already know the deal 
links are going to be in the bio in the description when i promote the podcast on all the posts whatever it may be just make sure to support and don't be a weirdo don't randomly <laughs> say why did it take you so long don't <laughs> ask oh where in massachusetts don't be a weirdo just appreciate <laughs> the art i don't know why people got to be so weird on the internet just support um because I, I honestly i am i'm blown away especially having spoken about like your inspiration and motivation for everything this is truly blown my expectations for this conversation out of the planet we can my god we can have an entire segment on just like little conversations that we had um but yeah i'll i'll just turn it over to you if there's any shout outs to other people that you want to give any of your artistic friends anything you're doing in the future anything we haven't talked about yet please do so I, there's a whole bunch of art like shows are you hitting any of those up lately like uh soon i don't have any in-person art shows coming up um but if i do i will for sure be posting about it there i have like opportunities but none of them are set in stone yet so i'm not gonna put them out there until i know for sure well there is one in um in rhode island i don't know if that's like too much of a a drive for you it's called the anti-robot robot club they are awesome and they are very much in this like vibe that's like everything they do, like the whole anti-robot club is like that thing. They're like anti, you know, disconnecting from nature. Very cool people. Everything they do is just like awesome. They're like, they're on a whole different vibe. They're really an awesome foundation. Definitely look into that if you're doing anything. And again, atirahope.com, folks, stop playing, honestly. I know that I am things up. But I, this is there is no doubt there is no doubt that you need to check this out. It is so such a cool website, and the fact that you did it, everything and just the business tips as well. Like you 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 also offer that right. You like give people um, Zoom meetings in order to like give like tips on business and everything. E talks, yeah. thirty yeah. minute tea talk with me. Sip some tea, spill the tea, talk to me. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Are there people that call you to, uh, like, vent? It's like, all right, you won't believe what Tim said today. <laughs> Tim? I don't know. Just, like, whoever that Tim person is today, like, has anyone ever called you to actually spill tea? Oh, that was <laughs> Um, I have, like, no, not really. <laughs> not yet, but if you want to be the first, let me hey, know. I'll take your I've money. <laughs> I've learned a lot about people, but no, like, serious tea has been spilled. I have more of that with, like, free tea talks. It's like, I call them tea sessions when my little sister comes downstairs, and she's like, you will not believe what happened today. I'm like, oh, my God. No way. So <laughs> I have tea talks in real life, too. Love them. <laughs> yeah, so to support me, I have tea talks. I have that in the link in my bio, 30-minute Zoom calls to talk to me about whatever you want, art, business, mindset, spirituality, etc. I just launched my website, so that's new. Atirahope.com is new as of November 22nd. I have been dreaming up that website for years. I opened my Etsy two years ago, exactly, and I um, opened my website two years after that. So... I'm really excited about it. So check it out. You don't even have to get anything. I just want you to see my website because <laughs> it's cute. Uh, it's very simple, but it showcases my art really well, I believe. And I would say if you're going to get anything, get the ornaments. I spent yeah. so much 
love and time and effort and even more love into those. Uh, so if you're seeing this before Christmas, uh, you can use code HOLIDAYS20 for 20% off hey. on anything. Holidays. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, art prints. I also have lighter cases, pendants. Oh, I saw that custom. too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, lots of options. Just have fun browsing. It's like shopping, but online. <laughs> My God, you are so talented. For any person out there that's doing stocks, you you have to think of her like she's like a rising stock. If you get in now, the investment is low, but like the value will raise in a couple months. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. I, list, I listed 30 plus new originals that I haven't even like shown anyone. Like they're not even posted online. So like they're like exclusive originals and they're pretty cheap. Like they're very cheap. If you want some of the mandalas that I drew years ago, like the original original mandalas, they're up there. Um and they are very cost effective because you deserve it. And I want to just get my art in the hands of as many people as possible. So I'm excited about that because that's just new because I've never really seen originals before until you know two weeks ago. So I'm hyped about it. So you heard it here. If you can't buy, at least go to the website. If you don't do that, at least give her a follow or something. I'm telling yeah. you, like, on just that aspect, just getting ready for the interview and just looking at the stories, the posts that you do, genuinely inspired. Like, I, anytime that I just feel, like, a little bit annoyed, I'm like... Yeah, but a TV is killing it right now. I gotta, I gotta get my shit up. Know what I mean? She's out here. Know what I mean? Thank Putting you. the finesse, the finessing touch on everything. Thank so you. I, I, I love that. I love speaking to everybody that, and just I love the genuine passion and love that you have for your craft. Thank you. Guarantees that, like, I'll, I'll be a fan forever. So, this is the end of the podcast. This has been a phenomenal talk. Genuinely honored to have a tear here talking being honest just letting it go being real honestly so many people just like kind of like leave this actual success and actual numbers for just like the instagram show like a certain way that isn't actually the, the reality but everything that you've said i just feel is exactly what is going on and you have just been so honest with it and i just truly i just had to thank you i truly almost more than any other episode any person that does art listening to this episode i feel like you have a pretty at least a pretty good base of like where you could go from here on and i'm really proud of that and i have to say that's all on you so thank you for coming with your expertise your knowledge and just the realness honestly and again the zodiac prince for anyone that's interested in that i'm telling you they're dope you really should like look into that and on that note We'll be back next week with another episode, another creative, and we're going to be talking about what we love the most. Art, writing, whatever it may be. And until then, peace out. End of the AR's Tales podcast, a.k.a. the ART podcast. I've been AR. This has been Atira. We will be back next week. Peace out. Peace out.